Hey, Miles, before we start the show, yeah. uh, we should just thank everybody for subscribing. And if you haven't subscribed, uh, go ahead. Just go to iTunes or anywhere you listen to podcasts and hit the subscribe button. That really helps this show out. And it, uh, also leave us a review. That helps the show out, too. I, I can't thank everybody enough for all the subscribers that we have. You but, can try. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, just take a second now. We'll wait. If you want, we'll wait. Go ahead. Yeah, we're waiting. All right. Well, that's enough time. If you haven't done it, keep doing it. We'll we'll uh, we'll get back with you. But uh, thanks again for subscribing. Now we should start the show. What do you think, Miles? Let's do it. All right. Here we go. Hello, everyone, and hello, Miles. What's up, Jason? So, Miles, Jason, <laughs> <laughs> we're in Toluca Lake today. It's, we are. It's, it's your old stomping ground. It is. I used to live right around the corner from here. You know everyone. In yeah, the everybody. Area, right? <laughs> no, not I thought quite. you used to live in Cuba. No, <laughs> no, not quite. Well, we're here today, Miles. Did you know that this place used to be uh, Chez Nou, which is an I old, remember it, old yeah. French bakery? And their French breads and their pastries were amazing. It was just like you went to France. It was that good. But unfortunately, the owners retired, and now right. it's uh, Heirloom Cafe. Uh, but Heirloom is not spelled with an H. It's, no, spelled, it's spelled with an the A. a. Yeah, isn't They're that odd? leading the campaign against the silent H. <laughs> is that it's what too, it is? The, 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 the silent letters are pretty confusing. <laughs> English is confusing <laughs> enough, right? I guess so. <laughs> well, Heirloom is an organic Mediterranean cottage-style bakery and cafe and while it may not be French, their pastries and bread are just as good, maybe even better. And the smell of coffee, oh, man, it's fantastic in here. So uh, I'd say let's get the show started so we can start drinking the coffee. What do you say? Hey, don't act like you didn't start drinking already. <laughs> don't get all Hollywood here. I had a few your, sips. Your cup is not full. <laughs> well, today we're talking about our love of baked goods, our kids, our week, and, of course, coffee on this edition of Coffee Café. <laughs> Welcome. We are two work-from-home dads who get together once a week to find the best coffee around. It's our meeting at the water cooler, a chance to have some great coffee and conversation. We follow some rules too, Jason. We do occasionally, yes. We don't go to national chains. No. They have to serve more than just drip coffee. It's got to be nearby, Burbank. <laughs> well, in the surrounding areas. Let's yeah. not go too nearby, sure. We can only go once per year on official business. That's right. And we pick their best brew, decide if it's worthy, and we share what we discover with you. It's an inside look to coffee houses you've probably never heard of, and maybe some you have, so you can go out and try the best in town. What to get and which to avoid. So, Miles. Jason. Where are we today? Heirloom Cafe, 10550 Riverside Drive in Toluca Lake. Yep. It is spacious. Yeah. A beautiful corner restaurant surrounded by green, kind of in the heart of Toluca Lake. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. Uh, places to eat inside, tables outside. Yeah, it's, it's you like walk a, in. It's man, it's really nice, isn't it? It's, it's a yeah. It feels like a it, you know. It feels it feels special inside. Yeah, uh, it, yeah. It's almost it's like, like a like, little vacation when you're on vacation. You go to those little uh, spots where it just uh, everything's very inviting and it has yeah. a, very, a lot of charm to it. That's what it feels like. Yeah, one of the places that can almost like uh, it feels like you're you're in a different place. Yeah, you know when you're in the restaurant. It really does. It's yeah. a, it's a, it's a great little spot, and uh, it's a locally owned bakery and cafe. And what's unique about it is everything's organic, and they they go out of their way to make sure it's like uh, locally sourced ingredients. You know, like their eggs, their fruits, their veggies and meats. Do you know what heirloom means? An heirloom grain. Well, piece of wheat. I know it, heirloom is is something that you've passed something important as you pass down during uh, through generations, right? But yeah. I, I've never quite thought about heirloom wheat. <laughs> <laughs> they are, it is, it's like grains that are kind of going back to the original oh. 
things we used to eat before yeah. we started getting fancy and and uh, oh, I see. and modifying things, making hybrids and everything. So it is like the original varietals, I guess. Oh, okay. I think it's like easier on our stomachs too. Uh, you know, it's like less gluten, oh. and uh, it's the stuff that we were sort of meant to eat. Been, yeah, exactly. Yeah. The stuff we were designed to eat, and yeah. it's like open pollinated. They rely on insects to pollinate instead oh. of instead of forcing the issue. having scientists put the seeds <laughs> yeah. together. <laughs> That's right. So uh, yeah, right. I actually didn't know that until I I didn't know what like an heirloom variety meant but I've, you've heard of like heirloom tomatoes and stuff like that well so they have heirloom grains all right so thank you for that miles the bread that we've had it's delicious so it must be something to do with that because <laughs> my stomach doesn't hurt yet either. No. <laughs> but it is tasty and they make their breads and soups and sauces from scratch but let's talk a little bit about the area itself toluca lake it's kind of an odd little entity within the valley here. It's it's a, almost an upscale place. And I, again, I used to live here. I don't know how I got into that, but because <laughs> I had nothing to do with that part. But it's uh, it's almost like a little piece of Beverly Hills inside the valley. It is, but then it also there's you know it's, there's a lot of affordable places to live. Yeah, like uh, really nearby, <laughs> like where we live. <laughs> <laughs> well, we live in Burbank, so that's a whole different. Point. But I mean, you're kind of the at the border between yeah. some pretty amazing, you know, houses that cost a lot of money, oh, yeah. and and a, your more typical um, like neighborhoods. That's true. Say. It's it is a nice mix, and that's how I got in. <laughs> <laughs> Why they kick you out? Uh, well, you know, we. <laughs> I don't want to get into it on the show. <laughs> but it this place belongs here because it can cater to both audiences so to speak as the owner mentioned yeah when we, we spoke uh, to ben talked to him he yeah. said look i could have a, a guy who makes millions and then right next to him i could have a student and they're eating the same thing and uh and both of them appreciate it in different ways <laughs> yeah yeah and you know he came and talked to us for a few minutes he seemed to know the guy the people around the restaurant yeah uh, everybody seems to went know from him. table to table <laughs> saying hi to everybody so it, you know when i feel like when owners have that uh relationship with their their customers it really brings a a, a nice environment to the to the place. You're absolutely right. And and uh, when, when he sat down with us and just chatting with us, it, you could, he just, he, it's a love. It's a passion. And it just pays off in, in the food, in the coffees, and everything that he's doing. It sure is. Yeah. This, is a, this is a great spot. Yeah. So let's talk about why we came here, Miles. Their coffee. Well, we came for the food, too. Well, that's not a lie. <laughs> but true. it fit within the rules we follow. Yeah. So they use here, Miles, the La Colombe beans. Being Cuban, what does La Colombe mean? Well, La Colombe is actually French. I looked this up. Yeah. And in English, it's translated to the dove. Is that right? Yes. So I don't know why uh, they named it that. I have no clue. But I think I bet. I bet there's a bird on the bag. And uh, I, never, I, just, I should check that. But uh, La Colombe beans uh, is owned by Todd Carmichael, who hosts a couple Travel Channel shows, and J.P. Iberti, I think that's how you say it. And they've been in business for over 20 years. And uh, they really ha have done something unique, which is they have a lot of uh, places around the country. They're not a big national chain, but they are national because they have a lot of places. Yeah. But it's a hands-on kind of company, and you can taste that quality in, in their beans, even for a big chain. And, you know, obviously it's not like a micro roaster or anything like that, but they really is fantastic. But it's tasting. possible to roast a lot of beans and do them really well. Yeah, and, and, and they are doing it well. So talking about the beans, Miles, what, what yeah. did you order today? Today felt like a French press kind of day. Oh, did it really? Yeah. yeah. French press, the dove, calacalom. I know. Maybe that's why it felt like a French <laughs> press kind of day. It also, there's something about drinking French press because you get like a pitcher yeah. of coffee, like a mini pitcher. <laughs> yeah. 
in a little <laughs> cup and you can kind of you can pour it from the pitcher to the cup it's yeah. like there's, it's more involved than just getting like your full cup already. and it's a very nice it's like uh, something to do i like the this is a very, it's a stainless steel has a little rustic uh look to it uh kind of french press i like this it's not the typical like you buy a home and glass and stuff it's a cool french press to boot yeah who knows what's inside right <laughs> <laughs> you can't see it well so are you enjoying it how is it oh i think it's great yeah yeah and you know yeah. part of it too I was a little tired this morning. Yeah, and, uh, really. I felt like French press. You get a little bit of boost from the caffeine. So yeah, and you actually had to wait the four minutes or so for it to to, to brew in the French press, and that was must have been torture for you. It was torture. <laughs> torture. I had to sit and talk to you for four oh, minutes man. straight without drinking coffee. <laughs> well, and then, thanks, Miles. <laughs> Uh, and I ordered uh, two two coffees because I just felt like it because uh, I wanted to taste the beans. I ordered an espresso and I ordered a café con leche, which is nice to have a café con leche. Yeah. Uh, you know, because I'm Cuban. <laughs> you know how much I love to say that on this show. <laughs> Wait, you're not? Then? Uh, Before Toluca Lake, it was Cuba. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Or Little Cuba. <laughs> little Cuba. Uh, little Havana. Uh, so, yeah, I ordered the espresso and the uh, cafe con leche, and it's very good. The espresso, uh, man, it's the blew my socks this, off. Yeah. Espresso is not usually my go-to drink. Right. Straight up. Yeah. But this one is good. Man, it's an excellent espresso, and the cafe con leche is quite good, too. It's a nice balance of the coffee and milk, as you know, is a very important to me. And for those of you who don't know, uh, cafe con leche is basically simple. Is it coffee with milk? It's coffee with milk. <laughs> cafe con leche. And, but it. it's half milk, half coffee, and uh, it's just a perfect combination, if you ask me. <laughs> with sugar? Yeah. Well, no sugar in this one, but that's okay. It's not Cuban. It's, it's not a cortado. <laughs> well, I mean, it's Café con Leche is Cuban, but, you know, it's, this is not a Cuban place. So, Miles, before we rate these coffees, uh, let's talk about our weeks. How was your week this week? My week? You know, my uh, three-year-old's kind of going through a phase, you know? Kids go through the phases. Yeah. And some of them... Oh boy, do I know. Some of them are like <laughs> angelic phases, and you just enjoy it while you can. Yeah. And then sometimes they just go through the hard stuff, too. Oh. And you just got to buckle down. And this one in particular, you know, he was a, an angel for the first couple of years of his life. Wait, and now, usually people say, oh, the terrible twos. and, and, and But I, my, I've always told people, uh, twos are great. Enjoy them while you got them because it gets worse. Yeah. <laughs> Three is, I'd say, a lot. It's it's like two, but they're smarter too. So they start getting even. You know, they start <laughs> getting right. at your getting at your psychology. Yes. You know, you can tell that they know what they're doing a little yeah. bit too. Yeah. You know, he uh, will. I have the hardest time getting him to clean up around the house. It's like he'll make a mess, and then I'll ask him to do something, and it's like. You just have to like lift him up and put him there, and then it's a cry <laughs> fest. It's like all I want you to do is like take this Lego and put it in the box, and it's like, no, I'm not gonna do it. You'll <laughs> run away and start laughing. Uh -huh. And I feel like you know he goes to school or he'll go to to someplace else, and the cleanup will just be like so easy. Yeah, I like he'll walk over, grab the toys, put it away, and then he'll. I swear he like gives me this look, <laughs> like uh huh, <laughs> like. Am I a bad parent or am I, do I not, I mean, I probably am, but do I not know what I'm doing? And it's almost like he realizes that on a deep level oh. and he kind of, he's, he's acknowledging it in a very subtle way. So it's like, yeah, I'll clean up here. I'll clean up everywhere else. I'm not clean up for you. 
<laughs> you know, I think that that's a great point because I've noticed that when teachers tell the kids to do something, the kids are happy to do it. But as parents, we tell the same kids to do stuff, and they're like, no, I don't think so. Do we have to hire a principal <laughs> to just sit in our house and <laughs> build a principal's office in I the think, back so that we could send a child to the principal's office? I think it may be worth the money. Because <laughs> timeout's not working. <laughs> Going outside's not working. Uh-huh. You know, and it and it did for a while, but uh, we're. I feel like it's really getting me down deep. Like, old man, you have no idea what you're doing. <laughs> so you I'm not gonna clean up. <laughs> yeah, and I also feel like he's. You know, once in a while, he hits this point where he just has more energy than he knows what to do with, oh. and he can usually channel it pretty well. But lately, it's just been toward uh, toward destruction and. <laughs> <laughs> jumping around, I tell him directly not to do. If I tell him to do to not to do something, yeah. that's the first thing he does. <laughs> and then course. if I use reverse psychology, yeah, that doesn't work either. No. He just know he can read reverse psychology. So We're at a tough time here. Yeah. He's and figured it out. Yeah, he's like Popeye with spinach. Like <laughs> really. I, <laughs> You know, Popeye would just be a normal Popeye, and then yeah. he eats the spinach. And I don't know what he's eating, but it's turning him into, like, bizarro Popeye. <laughs> he's not strong. He's just, like, crazy for oh my for a half an hour. How do you handle it? I mean, what do you end up doing? You know, that's a good question, Jason. Yeah. I don't... I've trying a mix of things. Oh, really? Yeah. You try and keep it positive, positive reinforcement. Of course. But, you know... Threaten to take things away, but you got to be careful that you're not making empty yeah. threats. Yeah, because they, they, eventually they, care, they catch on to those things. Yeah. <laughs> if he had a cigarette, he'd be blowing the smoke <laughs> in my face right now. Just <laughs> That's lovely. That's how I feel like sometimes. <laughs> Clean up that toy. Just that <laughs> 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 smoke. Well. Yeah. <laughs> oh wow, that's uh, <laughs> that's uh, that's very visual. And then you go to timeout, and he pretends that the timeout outside is a lot of fun. You know, you oh. want to go outside? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what don't you want to do right now? Because we're gonna do that. Does he ever actually end up picking the toy? Do you or whatever you ask him to do? Yeah, yeah. Eventually. Yes. All right. Well, but you know, it takes <laughs> it takes it's like it takes so much energy. Yeah. It's one of those things where like it would take just a little bit of energy to go pick it up yourself right. and put it in the bucket. Oh, <laughs> but and you really, you almost want to, you know, yeah. at some point, but instead you have to spend 30 times the energy uh -huh. to get them to do it. Yeah. Instead of picking up a Lego, you're picking up your son. Yeah. And not just once, a couple times, bring him over to the Lego, uh -huh. pick it up. Yeah, but it doesn't, and that doesn't go away. It changes, as you know, because you have all ages. My eight-year-old, uh, I give, you know, I ask him to pick his shoes up or something, and and it's more of like, oh, geez, yeah, I gotta get up now and pick up the shoes that are there and go put them all the way in my room. You know what it is too. I think <laughs> I'm just thinking of this just now. Yeah. You know, we all we use leverage a lot. Yeah. You know, you're not gonna have dessert. You're right. Not gonna, like you take you take away the privileges. Right. But when it's right before bed, you're almost out of leverage for no, the day. Yeah. Like they're not thinking about tomorrow. Right. Like I mean, they might, and sometimes they do if it's something that's big. Mm. But you want to use like immediate leverage. Sure. But so uh, maybe we have to clean up a little bit earlier because <laughs> like before dessert time, so that they get so, yeah. so the leverage is right there, there in go, their dessert. face. Well, because our only leverage, and we try not to use it as much, but we have to occasionally is you know television uh, because he likes to watch a little. We let him watch a little TV in the morning, and so that's the uh, the ultimate leverage that we have. 
But if but you're right, if you use it too much, it starts to lose its impact. Yeah, <laughs> or if it's too far in the future. Yeah, that's true too. But speaking of my son, this morning, Miles, was a special event, uh, which is why I was a little late to coffee this morning. Uh, my son, uh, he, you know, they had this readathon uh, where <clears throat> you raise money for the school, and uh, you have to read as many books as you can, and every time you read, you get some more money from, you know, how it's one of those fundraiser things that they do. And he actually, for his grade, third yeah. grade, out mm -hmm. of the three third grade classes, he raised the most money. Uh, I don't like know. Like you read the most books? Well, a little bit money? of both. He actually did put a lot of work into reading books, which I commend him for that. He really worked hard at it. And then uh, he also worked hard. Well, I guess my wife and I worked hard at getting uh, people to donate for him. <laughs> and he raised. Oh, you didn't make him do that? No. Well, we, he did a little bit. He went around to the neighbors and stuff like that. But then we, you know, we kind of helped him here and there with uh, getting more family members and things to, to pitch in. And he raised the most money, which is great. And the prize for doing that, and his really the incentive for him to do this was, it, now this is, sounds hilarious, but it, he took it extremely seriously, which is the winner of the fundraiser gets to pop a balloon full of confetti on top of the principal's head. Wow. <laughs> and let me tell you, I've never seen my boy so excited to go to school before. He loves going to school, but today... He had a suit on? Uh, he, oh, that was today that he, he got this, to pop This was today. He woke up, and usually he goes straight to do you know, his homework or whatever else he has to do. No, he was dressed... <laughs> That's a thing I've never heard of before, <laughs> popping a balloon of confetti it on was, a It was a big event. The excitement was in the air, and you could feel it coming off. <laughs> it was just great. And then we got to the event, and the class was, his actual class, was very excited for him. And they were all kind of patting him on the back because they knew you it was, that balloon, you're going to do you it. And that. they were cheering him on. And finally, the moment came, and... <laughs> He ran up there because they call the five different kids that get to do it for each class. And um, he ran up there, and he was excited. His class was cheering him on, and he was third in line to uh, pop the balloon. And, man, I <laughs> the smile was from ear to ear, and he just let it rip. He popped the balloon and the confetti all over the principal. The class was cheering him on. Yeah! Wow. And they were going, pop it, pop it, pop it. It was great. It sounds like gladiators <laughs> or something. A little bit, yeah. <laughs> Did he give the thumbs up, thumbs down? <laughs> no, not quite that. <laughs> that was the principle, actually. Thumbs yeah. down. Thumbs no, down is pop the balloon. <laughs> it was really exciting for him, and we just had a great time watching it. And, and he ran back with a smile on his face. The class kind of gave him a hug. They were, it, was, it was a lot of fun to watch, you know. And they carried him off on their shoulders. No, not quite. <laughs> but it was fun. Well, it's one of those things that he'll be talking about for a while. <laughs> How did they get the, the confetti off the principal with like a leaf Oh, she's going to have, leaf because it wasn't just confetti, it was confetti and glitter. Oh, leaf blower? I no, mean, no, do? no. She's going to be like that all day until she goes home and takes a shower. Glitter. <laughs> glitter, glitter doesn't come off. Here. Yeah, it goes on. So, And she she was covered in it. Would you rather <laughs> get dunked in the tank or get covered in glitter? Oh, dunked in a tank. Easy. Yeah. yeah, probably. Glitter is just, you know, glitter, it's the worst. Glitter gets everywhere. It stays everywhere for days. You have glitter, you find glitter pieces of glitter. It just doesn't go away. I know. <laughs> and she's going to, she literally was covered because she had five different balloons popped on top of her. That's <laughs> it was, brutal. It was awesome. That sounds like bullying, Jay. <laughs> oh, you're right. Maybe we should uh, have them investigate we that. We have to tone that down. <laughs>
anyways, it was a great morning. That's and cool. It was a lot of fun. But uh, Jason, let's rate these coffees. Oh, that's a great idea, Miles. It was a great. Why week. don't I host this part of the show? Yeah, we've reached the time in our show where yeah. we rate the coffees. Oh, is it that time already? It is. What you do we have it? a scale that we rate them on? It's either zero to ten or one to ten. <laughs> I'm not actually sure, but 10 is the best. I do know that. Oh, this is fun. I like the way we've tr switched roles here, Miles. This is great. Yeah. What? Uh, tell everyone what you ordered and what your, uh, your ranking is. <laughs> You're doing a great job, too, Miles. Thanks. Go ahead. <laughs> so uh, we, I ordered the espresso and the cafe con leche. And... Uh, I'll, I'll start with the cafe con leche. It was very good. Uh, you can there was great balance of milk and coffee. Uh, the espresso, uh, it was flavorful. Uh, I could taste it. it. It wasn't the best cafe con leche ever, but it was very good. I'm going to give it a, an eight. It was that good. Uh, you had the French press, right? Had the French press. Yeah. I don't usually order the French press, no. but this one was good. Yeah. You get several cups in the press. Yeah. And uh, I thought it was uh, those flavorful. It's nice to mix it up with the pour over once in a while. Sure. I think it's yeah. just good to get the variety and kind of see what the differences are. And this one was good. I'd give it an eight. Wow, an eight. That's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, well, so uh, I also had the espresso. Uh, and I got to say, this was one of the better espressos that I've had. And I've had one other yeah, one that I enjoyed good. at the Coffee Fix. But this one, I got to say, it had a smoky flavor, well-balanced. Acidity was just perfect. It was just right where it needs to be. The to pH was perfect. <laughs> it was very good. I, yeah, I'm going to give this a, a 9.5. It's just, man, it's excellent espresso. It's The flavors are uh, amazing. I want to have another cup, uh, although I may just fly out of here instead of walk. <laughs> but man, this was just an amazing cup of coffee. Yeah, so uh, Miles gave his French press an eight. I gave my cafe con leche an eight, and my espresso I gave it a nine point five. And overall, this is uh, great scores for coffee. Overall, that's twenty five and a half, <laughs> and it deserves it. And this place deserves it too because it's just inviting. It, the food is spectacular. It's flavorful and organic, and uh, and it's really just a nice experience. And, and it's it, a good place to just sit. You know, inside or outside, and just uh, you know, relax for a little bit. You're right. It's it is very very comfortable. And the owner, of course, Ben, uh, he himself. Yeah, if you friendly. if you get the chance to meet him, have a chat with him, and he'll just chat with you for a while. It's pretty cool to sit down with the owner and and hear the stories behind the restaurant. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> it was fun. So that's all we have to say about Heirloom Cafe in Toluca Lake. And Miles, before we close the show, What's up? Uh, we got to tell everybody we're still working on something big for our podcast. It's so big, we're still working on yeah. it. <laughs> that's right. It, it takes, takes a lot of work. It takes a lot of work, but we're working on it. So stay tuned. In the next few shows, you're going to know more. We're going to have a big announcement soon. That has to do with our podcast. I think everybody will be happy about it. You think everybody will be okay with it? Yeah, I think so, Jason. I hope so. <laughs> I hope they're not disappointed. It's like, that's all you're doing? No, it's going to be fun. It'll be, uh, I think everybody will appreciate it. So we uh, hope you enjoyed our podcast. And if you did, please share it with a friend or two. That's how our show grows. And it's thanks to listeners and subscribers like you that uh, share the show. And make, that makes a big difference. And we really appreciate it, don't we, Miles? We do, Jason. You're right. <laughs> we appreciate it. And if you have a question or an idea for the show, go to coffeecafepodcast.com. There you'll also find links to our Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and email. So many ways to get in touch with us. <laughs> is there anything else, Jason? What no, else is there? No. Well, either way, we'd love to hear from you. So go ahead and just give us a shout. Okay. Uh, thanks again for listening. And remember that we're here to hunt for the best coffee around so you don't have to. Until next week, enjoy the brew. See you, Miles. Later, Jason. <laughs>